episode two. You didn't record Jesus this Christ one oh one. Oh 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 oh. I just wanted it to um to ask you a couple of questions because I know one you're not Thank gonna you. lie, uh-huh. and two you're gonna be very honest into what I have to ask. Uh-huh. Do you believe that God healed me? Yeah. How do you explain, or how would you, from what I've shared with you, how do you understand my current situation? Like your physical stuff? Yeah. Do you, can you differentiate my stomach and everything that I was dealing with, all that sickness, and my physical, like my, what I told, talked to you about my pelvic floor with your brother and stuff like that. Um, in your brain and in your beliefs, how do you explain that? Well, I know that you were healed because the stuff that you were going through was in like your guts and you were sick and stuff. And the doctor said that nothing was wrong with you, basically. But yet, something was wrong with me, wrong with you when you found some new doctor or something. And like your physical and stuff, that's like from when you gave birth to Ezra, because something happened and down in your downstairs and stuff. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say the word. I just, I just wanted it to, to, um, from another, another voice, I guess you could say, um, to, to, for once in my, in my life, I will never blasphemy or, or, or be a false prophet or any of that sort to say that Christ healed me and I'm still sick. No, 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 no. There's very much possible people go through conditions sickness conditions and physical that's why there's physical therapists and then there's mds um you have been one of the uh, um little souls big soul little body uh that has struggled through all my sickness for these three past years and um it brings me joy to be able to have a conversation with you and and in that conversation you understand how to separate what actually Christ came into my life and did, which was heal all that that I was dealing with my stomach, which you're right. No doctors, no no um, specialists could tell me what was wrong. They kept on trying to give me different uh, medications, try to change my diet, try to do this and that, and nothing was working until I took in that leap of faith. And, you know, um, physical therapy, that's like a journey because I don't have just one thing with my physical. It's my hip, my sciatica, my psoas. Um, my prolapse, it's a lot of things that nobody wants to talk about because as a female portion of it, you you don't feel comfortable with it. You, you feel, you know, it's a very delicate portion. So me talking to you about it is me being honest and open because I don't want to hinder your, your beliefs either because you saw me getting out that shower and me pushing myself and me not having to deal with that pain. I was Christ all the way. Um, me yeah, cause, still like, I was just in my room doing something. I forgot what I was, what I was doing. I probably was watching TV. But then you came, because you, you came out of the shower, and you, like, opened my door. You didn't, like, you didn't, like, go kapow to my door. <laughs> but you, like, you opened it very hard, and you said, uh, clean room or something. 
because your mom's back or something like that. I forgot exactly what you said. And then I was like, uh-huh, okay. Did you believe me back then? I didn't, I didn't know what you, what you were going through when you said that. Okay. I was just like, appreciate you darling because um it's just a very important piece um when you're talking when you're talking to people about faith and beliefs you never want to uh dismiss what god is doing but you also want to keep walking in your path because you're only human you know so in those areas i know i still have work to do but i just wanted to share that because i know that if anybody could say it'll be you and you know um, I'm just proud to see all the growth of what you know Christ has done in my life and not just in mine but in yours too so wait were people doubting your story not my story it's more so you know um, sometimes when you're going through certain circumstances or when you say when you're you're the most honest right and I say oh I don't feel good today Um, oh what's wrong oh it's you know physical something Um, and you know at, in those That's moments, right. you know, oh, well, I thought Christ healed you, or I thought you were healed. What happened? So, um, you know, I could say multiple times what it is and whatnot, but, yeah, we'll have to read that. But I appreciate you for this because it's just uh, an in the world known, period. Like, that's who, that's who we're trusting. And, well, like, it know, might sound like a hypocrite or something. I don't know exactly. But also, like, like people doubt your story like what if like months later or something that happened the same thing or something similar or worse happens to them and then and then like out of nowhere when they start believing yeah they um they experience it yeah like they get some sort of healed or something and then they tell their story and then it comes like back at them and people doubt them it's just like it's like a circle. It's like a different circle of life. So you, so for me, it hindered me because I shared, you know, with with the people that we love. But in in that, what I learned is that I can't get hindered if other people don't have the same beliefs as I do. If other people don't believe the same way I do, I can't worry about that. I have to keep walking in my walk, and I have to keep showing what God has done for me. So, you know, um, yeah, that's how I felt after after um, asking you if believe that God can heal dementia that's exactly how I feel because after being sick for so long I was healed through leap of faith and I don't experience all that chronic pain that I used to I'm not down and out I'm not thinking the worst or I'm not you know mentally uh depressed or mentally drained thinking that I'm not gonna be able to see you guys grow up that I'm not gonna be able to see my husband like so many things that people go through in in a lot you know when they're sick you know, versus physically, like, I understand it's a journey, I understand I'm not always going to feel good, but I also understand I got work to do, and I also understand that there's always time, like, I can't rush things, I can't think how I used to before, so, in, in light and in perspectives, yeah, it's a journey, it's a physical journey, and I'm grateful for it, because I'm not where I used to be, I could love on you guys, I could hug you guys, and yeah, maybe my hip might be hurting, or maybe I can't bend down as well, but you know what, that versus how I used to be, what would you pick? Right. I mean, like, it's just me. Like, I'm... Oh, that's me, not me. 
tries to tell you they don't battle in their mind, they're not progressing. So, like, I come up with these, like, like worst-case scenarios and stuff, and I'm still working on how to do that. <laughs> right, but that's because of the hurt that we talked about last week, and to be honest with you, all of that... when I was little, yeah, I went through a lot of stuff at home and stuff, but I never went to worst-case scenarios. When you got sick and I found out about that and stuff, my mind went to worst case scenarios. But in the thing, the weird thing is, I think, well, I think it's weird to me, is how I used to be treated when I was much younger. I never came up with worst case scenarios of what would happen. But when you were sick, and, um, that's because you saw it. You saw it firsthand. Well, yeah, but I lived through worse things. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's because when it when things are happening to us, we feel like we can handle anything, right? We feel like we can push through. But when it happens to people that we love and we can't do anything about it, 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 it takes us to that place. And it makes us think different things. And, and sometimes when you don't lean on to your faith and you don't lean on to praying, your mind could go on a spiral. And it could think the worst of things. Like, like because I told you. ever since you were sick, like the start of like all those worst case scenarios of you dying or Padre dying or both of you dying. That and was like the you, start of it. And how do you feel now? Well, here and there it still happens and I'm working on not letting it happen in my head and stuff. Um, what helps that? Watching TV and uh, texting you guys us because we're not here yeah because like i said in the other video mm -hmm. thing, thing jiggy, whatever it is um i said like yeah i'm not scared of being home alone it's just sitting alone while it's quiet in my in my head that's what makes me scared being alone you right my head not worrying if someone's gonna <laughs> you watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what's it called? Um, I'm not scared of that. As I guess I'm just scared of sitting home alone in my own thoughts, in my own quiet thoughts in my head. That's what I'm scared of. That's why I'm scared of being alone, I guess. So how can we change that? I don't know. Uh, talking? Yeah, talking and, and allowing you to know that... Um, worst-case scenario, you know, Because um, when Padre says that I need to start talking to myself more and have conversations with myself instead of turning the TV on, like, I I definitely agree, but I have, I know where to start. It's just hard to start because I don't, because I don't want to go through my head, the thoughts in my head.
Because I don't want people to know. Like I know, I know people know, but I don't want people to hear it from me. Because right. I don't want to speak about everything that happened. And why not? What am I doing? <laughs> exactly that. tell me their story of course not all of it but but like main events and stuff and i listen and then uh what's it called i don't say anything i just listen so in order to fully heal what do you have to do talk things out right so whether you do it in your mind with us with a therapist with whoever whatever the goal is to always keep talking, always keep letting out, because the enemy is always going to tackle you. And if he doesn't tackle you with people, he's going to attack you in your mind. And in your mind, he's going to try and play tricks and tell you all these things that are like the worst, right? But you praying and trusting in God, all of that fades away. All of it. Trust me. I was very, very much depressed dealing through a lot of sickness. And in my mind, um, I didn't see a tomorrow. Um, and when that got so, so, um, big in my head, I had to surrender. I didn't have, I didn't have no other outlet. My outlet was praying. My outlet was, I knew in my spirit and my core that God heals, that Jesus heals. And I knew that if I, if I prayed, matter of fact, I didn't know I was going to get healing when I got in the shower. I didn't, I just knew something was going to happen that day because I, you know, uh, I Did just I felt it. Did you go to it. church after that? No, we, oh. um. We were supposed to go to church that day, and we didn't end up going to church. Um, and that was God, because he had an encounter with me by himself. Not not at church, not in a pulpit, not in no front call, no nothing. It was just him. And believe it or not, that, that transformed my life. It changed my life. So I, again, outside of this house, I can't worry about pe- people's beliefs, whether it's little or big um i encourage i do but if you see me and you only see my inabilities versus my abilities i can't tell you in your mind how to wrap around what christ is doing right because we all have our own journey um in regards for you i can keep showing you that you know god's grace and god's love and we could keep praying on working on those thoughts in your mind because no one wants to live like that I personally don't want you to live that way because you, um, that's, that's a, ta- that's a ta- tactic the enemy's using to rob you from your joy, to rob you from your peace that you currently have. You know, um, we've never had this so much time together. We've never had so much time together to be able to talk, to express, to be a family. And I think, you know, um, if I think back to how sick I was and how we weren't able to, I feel like in a way, you know, it's a reward, right? It's a I reward. A lot of movies when I, in a very young age yeah, that you, I shouldn't have. Yeah. Like that one movie I watched with, I don't know if I was watching with you, but I watched it with Mona. Uh, some the Labyrinth? Go ahead. I thought it was like the, I forgot how to say caramel in Spanish. Like, 
like caramel in Spanish, but um, I think there's a movie that's that's name Canela. Yeah, that movie. I think it's I think that's what it's called. The mom dies and the grandma's yeah. with the daughter. Yeah, and the grandma ends up going to the hospital, and then the daughter and her friend, he, him and her, they like have to run around hide in the hospital because some other crazy lady that's old. He's trying to get her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, I think, I think that's why I don't like you working over there. Where you go. Yeah. Because ever since I saw the movie, like, and I've never thought of this movie, like, since, it's been years since I thought of it. But when you said that you were going to work with it, uh, the first time and then you said yesterday you were going to work with her again that movie came up to my mind and like Padre says like our brain absorbs stuff ever since we're little and, I was, and that's very true because I haven't thought about the movie in like so many years but then my mind when you say you're going to work with that lady over there uh, jumps to that movie of her grandma being sick no of the other lady but not chasing the little girl of her chasing you or something. The bad lady? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Girl, what you be thinking of? I, <laughs> it's just, it's just, you have to let it go. It's just thoughts. Like I tell you, our mind, the mind is the most powerful a uh, thing that we have and we only utilize 10% of it. So imagine what else 90% is not brewing in there. And, um, you know, it's it's a journey. It's a journey that we're going to have to walk through and go through. And, you know, you keep telling us your fears because as your parents, we're supposed to guard you and shield you. But more than that, we're supposed to teach you how to grow, even in circumstances that don't seem so pretty. Um, you know, keep... Sorry, but it was like Burnley weeks ago mm-hmm. where we talked about how I didn't like Russians mm-hmm. because of that movie Red Sparrow or something that I went to watch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I regret watching it because we, I think we were going to watch Wonder Woman, the first movie, mm-hmm. because it just came, because it had just come And out. I told you you weren't supposed to watch that movie either, but see, sometimes... Wonder Woman? No. Uh, oh, uh-huh, because it wasn't for your age, but yeah, I remember because me. I didn't take you, so see, sometimes you also have to realize that sometimes it wasn't even me, but I have to take ownership because you're my daughter, you know, so in all those areas and in all the different compartments that are in your mind that are still trying to grow, um, you need to let out, right? I remember me and Julius covered our eyes because there was, like, a scene that my Abraham said that they were that the lady and the guy they were in front of the whole class and they had to strip down naked. So me and so me and Julius covered our eyes, but I know what was happening. Mm-hmm. And because they were like, like the rest of the theater was saying stuff, mm-hmm. and it was just weird and uncomfortable. I'm sorry. And those are things that I tell you, you know, I wish I could have uh, protected you from in areas, but, you know, I know I couldn't. It's not that I don't regret watching it, Mm -hmm. or that I do regret it. It's nothing like that. 
Yeah, so what we put in our eyes and in our ears has a huge part of what plays in our mind. So that's why I tell you, you need to guard what you watch. And the weird thing, sorry, the weird thing also is that the movie Annabelle, I don't know how many movies of Annabelle there is, but I remember I watched a movie of Annabelle. And the movie about the Constantly, constantly, you're you're putting things in 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 your eyes that are um, uh, either supernatural, they're uh, uh, fiction, or uh, not just that, but like uh, shows that have to do with like um, hoods or like teenage girls and them being, you know, like everything plays a part. Everything. Um, even your parents speaking how they do plays a part in the way you want to speak or the way how you're talking. Like, I am fully aware, which is why I myself try to push myself to speak better and to speak uh, less of how I feel comfortable and more of what's going to benefit you and your brother. Because I want you guys growing up with the impeccable speech, impeccable speech. I want you guys growing up intellectual conversations and you know, being able to just be people instead of being heard and it's like, oh, you're from Richmond. Well, how you know that? Oh, it's how you talk. Like, oh. I like saying words like, um, that are like, indeed, or very well, or, um, how do you do and stuff like that. Practice it. That's all you have to do. Read, read, <laughs> read, and practice. When I think, when I think of how I used to speak, in middle school, because it was mostly middle school than elementary school, and I would be like, I, or, trying to be something that you thought you were supposed to be, but you didn't have no business, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what happens, and then I feel like if I try to speak like that again, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna sound it's weird. it's not you, because it sounds, it, look, it may sound cool, as whatever cool is, but to me, it's no different, because that's how I grew up, but, like I tell you, my mom didn't know English. She t 
taught me Spanish. I learned English from school and from the people around me. So I sound how I sound, and that's that. Like, I accept myself. For a long time, I struggled with it because I was looked at as a, oh, you you a Richmond girl. You a hood girl. Oh, you, you just from, you know, little town like that everybody's scared of. And that's hard because it's like, but I'm still me. Like, I still have, like, don't dismiss me because of how I sound, you know? So Yesterday, I went through some of the songs I have music and I have on like save and I remember I, I, I was scrolling and I saw that I have a playlist of like Mexican or Spanish songs and I was like debating I was like and and I was like I don't need Spanish songs to remind me that my bloodline and stuff comes from yeah you don't because all those songs are depressing well not every song let me not bash on every song but most of the songs i grew up with whether it's latin or hip-hop or whatever you want to call it the great women um always somebody's depressed or somebody's in love or somebody brokenhearted and you gotta go hustle so nothing's wrong with hustling but you gotta do it the right way you could uh um, you know, yeah, that's a whole nother topic, Hi. but, um, Hi. I'm getting hungry, so, Ow, I appreciate your day. time, little one.